I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. At GoDaddy.com, we believe you can do amazing things on the internet. Start with a domain name, then build yourself a website or have GoDaddy build one for you. From hosting and online shopping carts to SSL certificates, GoDaddy has the tools you need at prices to fit any budget. Get your .com for $5.49 when you use the code RAMBLE1 at checkout. GoDaddy.com. Domains, websites, and everything in between. Sandwich. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Football Ramble. Marvellous to have you here. You've made it. And we're back. My name is Marcus and I've got Jim with me. Hello. Pete also. Get in my toffee apple hoose. And Luke. Alright. How are you boys? Uh, now, if you could have any Englishman, any Englishman, to be the captain of the England national team, who would you choose, Jimbo? Do they have to play? Or is this like a sort of um, oh, kind of ceremonial thing? Um... That, as Stuart Pearce rightly said today, they have to be in the starting yeah. eleven. Yeah, it's good that he's nailed that, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. um, the starting twelve, surely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I'd, I'd like a ceremonial captain, but I think I'll put him in anyway. Probably the best living Englishman. Probably the best old man, David Attenborough. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm. Just you'd look over at him and think, hey, he's brilliant, isn't Would he? You have him in the I want to win for him. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. And also, though, if you, you, it would be great to have him uh, mic'd up mm. during the game. And here come the forwards. <laughs> you know, yeah, the, the marauding across the plane. The, the fullbacks are overlapping well. I, I made the BBC. <laughs> you could have I, both the Attenboroughs. I damn. invented professional snooker. <laughs> Richard Attenborough could pop up and just go, damn! No, Richard. Welcome to Wembley Park. Good answer, Jim. Excellent, Jimbo. Pete, can you beat that? I was going to go for Kit from Knight Rider until I remembered that he does not have an English voice um, so I'm going to go for the legend that is Richard uh, Attenborough uh, uh, no <laughs> sorry Dr Stephen Hawking <laughs> right slightly more mobile than Gareth Barry hey. oh. um, wouldn't need a seat that brings his own seat to the party so it's not part of it what are you talking about you could, you could set him up on the tannoy as well I would think I've never once heard <laughs> You could just uh, amplify his I've voice. I've never once heard an England press conference where they said, and why have you chosen him as your captain? Because he brought his own seat. <laughs> yeah, well, you could have Pete, Peter Reid. He's got a car. There's a left on the tyres. He's got a tyre for a seat. Yeah. No, not Peter Reid. I'm okay. having... Stephen Hawking. Dr Richard Stephen <laughs> Hawking. <laughs> okay. Um, 
that won't win the point. I think I'm the only person who's sort of taken this sort of marginally seriously. And that's your own fault. I've got it down to three. Gary Glitter, Dr. Fox, and Ross Kemp. Ross Kemp. Ross Kemp would be good. So Dr. Fox would be the pal of the team. Right. He's quite sort of genial. Um, Gary Glitter to scare them and Ross Kemp to be the disciplinarian well, Gary yes. surely he'd be a good at num- under 21s I'm gonna go, scare I'm the kids I'm gonna go, don't start that I'm hey. going to go for Dr Fox you go for Gl- Dr. Glitter would have been alright in the centre of the park trying to G them up come out come out <laughs> that was last week wasn't it um, did we do a bit of glitter no they didn't see that no um uh, You've gone for Dr. Fox? Yeah. Uh, he, c- he could ride his Harley up and down the touchline. There you go. I, don't oh. think, I don't think he can do these things. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably have John Terry. Um, and I think <laughs> the points are going to Jim. The points are going to Attenborough. Yeah. All the points go to Attenborough. Damn! Well, <laughs> 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 A lovely one. Right then. Um, it's, it was Carling Cup final day. Uh, only days ago. And Liverpool have won it. They've won a trophy. They have yeah. silverware. And uh, it was through a penalty shootout against Cardiff City. Two mm. all uh, after extra time. Downing man of the match. Yeah. Who's <laughs> picking that? Who is picking yeah. that? Seriously? More about the Cardiff defenders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dear uh, me. A good game, though. Not bad. Mm. It was a great yeah. cup final. It was really yeah. exciting. It was yeah. a good day of football, to be fair. It was great. Wasn't it, it was. It was. A, we were in danger of having a bit of an underwhelming final because the majority of us would have seen the Arsenal Spurs game. Mm. Yeah. Which was incredibly good. Um, but it, uh, it did deliver. It was dramatic, and Liverpool did it the hard way. But cre- credit to Cardiff, I mm. thought they were excellent. They worked really hard, and, and, and uh, shame for them. And I take nothing away from Liverpool because I, I, yeah. you know, Liverpool deserved to win it because they did win it. Um, but Cardiff were, were unlucky. Mm. I think it's just that it's that kind of uh, resilience in the, in the pressure of the shootout, isn't it? Like mm. you, it, it tends to be that the high status teams win in shootouts. It yeah. tends to always always go that yeah. way. And it started so badly with Gerard missing and then <clears> Kenny Miller, you know, just hitting the post like that. I just thought, oh, Kenny, you've played well. You've yeah. proven me wrong. You're starting to make me <laughs> like you, and you go and do this. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's, there's a fact. Um, I, the, the thing that annoys me about the old penalty shootout is every single broadcaster that you'll ever hear will go, "It's a lottery. It's a lottery. It's not a lottery." It's not a lottery. lottery. Yeah. <laughs> an interesting a fact about it is that um, apparently just over. 60% of teams that take the first penalty win so it's a massive advantage to take mm. the first penalty yeah. even though Liverpool were up their end as well which yeah, obviously absolutely. makes a huge huge difference Gerrard's was a brilliant save from the keeper it was, yeah. a it was it's absolutely yeah it was still one hand, one handed mm. up high yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what Charlie yeah. Adam was trying to do he has got a face like a wrinkled bollock as well yeah. <laughs> Charlie Adam yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah he does a bit that was a terrible penalty wasn't it uh, it was, yeah. They weren't watching the Ivory Coast Zambia. <laughs> oh, well, no, they weren't. Uh, Anthony Gerrard, Stephen's cousin, missed the decisive Got kick. They both missed one, yeah, they both. Yeah. I think he, he the decisive one, I'm he saying. Did, he didn't want to... Um, he didn't want to have one over on his, mm. on, on his cousin. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's great for Kenny Dalglish as well. You know, he's come back and he, he's won something pretty pretty quickly. I'd like to have seen him in a suit, Jim. So agreed. Actually, it's, you're well, it's weird. a cup final. Get your suit on, Ken. Mm. I'm sure he wanted wanted to maybe forgot. I don't know. It's big pressure, <laughs> isn't it? Big pressure. <laughs> maybe he wanted to wear a white suit. Yeah. Like, uh, like oh, I, uh, there you go. Um, it was um, <laughs> it was uh, typical sort of last minute kind of drama in the cup final when Cardiff equalised to make yeah, it two mm-hmm. all because I think it didn't the first cross go in and yeah. it, it was so nearly a goal yeah. and it was just like to push. Yeah. <laughs> it was almost like a scrum. It was a know. funny sort of momentum shifting <clears throat> game because Liverpool when it was one all. Liverpool were massive on the front foot yeah. and they scored. And then Cardiff were massive on the front foot. And then yeah. Cardiff scored. <clears throat> and Liverpool came back on the front foot again. It got to a point where Cardiff seemed really blunt up front. You thought, oh, it's just not going to happen now. They're tired. Set they're piece just lagging. Chance, yeah, and they, they, they pulled it out. It was great. 
Uh, did you see Jamie Carragher and Andy Burton after That's the game? Absolutely oh, no, amazing I haven't piece of TV. Um, Andy Burton was talking to Carragher, saying like, oh, "You must be delighted, your kids here. It's like it's a big Wembley final. Did you think it would happen again? You know, is this you? You look like you look quite misty-eyed. Is this you saying that you might be sort of you know bowing out quite soon?" And it, Carragher just looked really offended by it. It was like, "You're lucky to still have a job, aren't you?" After all that wolf stuff, and they just walked <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Burton, that's brilliant. Burton said something like, "Oh, yeah, we'd love to have you on Sky." Genius. Yeah, it made no sense. No, yeah, it's, it's, it was, it, it I'd, I'd, do, I'd love to see Burton's foot just go onto like you know those pressure plates in the middle of like a bear trap, yeah. and he knows what's coming. <laughs> yeah, as soon as he tries to lift that foot up, good noise. And then uh, his leg fell off. <laughs> and which phone would he use for help? Exactly. Exactly. Leroy uh, Lee to help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. No. Well done to Liverpool. Indeed, first trophy of mm. the season could be a cup double for them. Yeah. I mean, that's going to give them momentum in the FA Cup as well. You would think. Yeah. Indeed. Now, uh, the Premier League. Jimbo, did you have a particular standout result? Oh, the I didn't watch any football this weekend. Full of good away win. They did have a win, <laughs> but uh, well, it was Arsenal five, Spurs two. Oh, big boy. Wasn't it just? I, mean, I don't want to be too magnanimous because it's annoying. When it happens the other way around, but I do think um, scientists should check around the grounds for just to see if the laws of physics are the same <laughs> when these two teams play because it's just incredible, isn't it? It happens every time. It's just it's just stunning stuff. When We've said it before. I think it's the best fixture anywhere on the planet in terms of just how consistently brilliant it is. You've not researched that enough, though. I don't care. <laughs> I'm, I'm being biased about <laughs> it. Let him have his R- moment. career has got to such a level that when he scored, I actually cracked up laughing. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Rizicky scored. <laughs> yeah, he had a blinder as well. I think it's got to be. Well, that Arsene Wenger got his team selection absolutely bang on. There were quite a few sort of question marks over why Benny Hume was starting when he's not been a regular starter. But he went with the experience and having you know Song turned up. He's been a bit patchy of late, but having Arteta, Benny Hume, and Rizitsky mm. in, in the middle, they really, really sort of st- stifled Tottenham and they kept the game. You um, weren't kind of down at one point. As I, I know, know. <laughs> yeah, no, but, but <laughs> I they unfair. dug in when that happened. Yeah, yeah. The, the first it was awful, atrocious defending for the first mm. game. Yeah. Wide open, unlucky. Yeah, a really kind of unlucky deflection. But you know, but in, could, between, could in between, in between the first and the second, Arsenal had some chances yeah. mm. and they looked they, they didn't look like they didn't panic they just kept on going and to me like, throughout they looked like the better side v- well, Van Persie yeah. very measured certainly I yeah. think, did he hit the post he or did, just passed yeah. it at some point just the post it's good to see that the, uh, the referee no, did a little dance when they scored the second goal that was weird wasn't it yeah, yeah, that was, yeah. was he trying to see over the top of the defenders to see what happened but the second leap that he did seemed really weird. I Who was it? Who I, was Mike I, Dean, was it? I, I didn't see it the first time around. I watched the game, but I didn't see it the first time around. I only saw it in a replay, which didn't start off early enough. I thought he may have played an advantage beforehand, and then was just, just pleased that he played an advantage and there was a goal. But that's just a guess. I, I don't yeah. know if that happened. The main difference between the first and the second half was still Walcott, basically. Yeah. Every move seemed to break down when it got to him in the first half. Yeah. I was I mean, crawling out from the really, beginning. Really, yeah, I thought if he hooked at half time, but he. Um, he, you know, he passed the buck effectively in the first half. There was a point where he could have run a goal, <coughs> open up even, you know, either open up more space to Van Persie or you know, gone on to shoot himself, and he just passed the Van Persie too early. I think it's just the pressure got to him a little bit, but he focused obviously at half time, and it, it was just far more effective. It was great. It was really, really great. It, he's such a funny. He's, he's such a funny player, isn't he, Walcott? Because. I think that a few weeks ago everyone probably thought mm, would we take him to the Euros um, probably not or bench player at best mm. and then he does something like that and you think he's, yeah it's, it's the, he's a real conundrum of a player yeah. isn't he, he really yeah. the, the Arsenal fans getting on his back a bit in the first I half. didn't hear that on the TV a lot of people were saying there was some booing I think there was like, audible frustration but I don't I, I mean I wasn't in the ground so pretty I, much I, I every Arsenal fan it. that I know that actually goes uh, to all the matches in fact they all 
can't stand him at times, to be honest. He's a, yeah, particularly, he's a, he's a particularly frustrating player, player yeah. isn't he? But I think the, the ruthlessness of, of Arsenal was what was impressive. And I think because the stakes are so high in the North London derby, um, because the, you know, the, the kind of griping and jibing between the two sets of fans is, is just hilarious at times. Yeah. You take a step back at it and look how worked up people get on both sides of it. And it, the, that pressure comes into the stadium. So the players know the stakes are higher. They take the chances more ruthlessly. They shoot like, yeah. instead of passing a lot. And Arsenal are better for it. You know? yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, I was I actually opened my window at one point. We're not a million miles away recording now from uh, the, Emirates. the Emirates. And I opened up the, the window to check whether it was actually freezing cold outside. It wasn't. Why was Arsene Wenger still wearing <laughs> the coat? mate. The coat. Oh, yeah, he was ill. He's got a throat infection. That's not good. You could, you could just put a little wait, put wait. A snow done. Put a snow done. That's your answer. Don't <laughs> 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 you, make me that warm. The game. The game. Because when Spurs went two 0 up, mm. I thought right. Spurs are away from home. They're rapid on the break with players yeah. they've got. Um, it's going to be tough for Arsenal now. Really tough. And I was so surprised when they turned around so effectively. But Arsenal just snapped. I think they just had enough of being this rubbish. Yeah, I it's think like, so. no. I've had it. I think Bakary Sagna said after the Sanya rather said after the game like um, something like yeah, we just knew we had to win. They are our enemies. Yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> really, you know, <laughs> kind of what you want to hear stuff. as well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And Spurs, all Spurs midfield got booked, didn't they? And that made yeah. them quite tentative. And that gave the sort of. Did you think Gareth just Bale? In the game in a second Gareth Bale dived. I think I was doing an impression of a monkey stepping on a landmine. Okay, <laughs> I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt. May have kicked in. I, it's, it's a tough one, isn't it? But I, if you're going at that speed, it, it doesn't it, take much. It looks to me, having seen it four or five times, yeah. that basically between them, Gibbs and Chesney shut him down or closed him down. He just ran out of space and went over. And I, I, I understand why it was given. Yeah, I thought he, he yeah, left his leg. In, you know, he, he left his leg, and yeah. Jenny was uh, trying to get to that ball. Like, He's I, got I, a form for that bail. Mm. Yeah, well, he's been booked twice this season for simulation. But you wouldn't simulation. But you, but you wouldn't know that from. Like the commentators or the media, you wouldn't sort yeah. of. You know, it's it's uh, a preserve of the foreigners. Uh, indeed, it is. Now there wasn't, it wasn't the only derby going on in London on the weekend. QPR were beaten one 0 by Fulham. The Russian Pobrebniak scored again yeah. for the Fulhams. Good away win for them. Yes. Um, but uh, Mark Hughes took exception to Martin Yule's gesture at the end of the match. Mark Hughes is like Larry David. <laughs> <laughs> he just he doesn't like handshakes. He does like handshakes. They need to be done in a certain way. They need to not be done at all. You can't give mm. a sort of you can't hug someone like a big Dutch uncle. What's his problem? If he, if he wants managed your cl- club you shouldn't beat him yeah. you know, that kind of thing. he's got cheerophobia which is the fear I of hands so. <laughs> the phobia of hands good research I looked it up yeah you did yeah. I'm pretty sure that's handophobia Luke like, so yeah. do your research I know, I know someone called Dave Hands so uh, I, yeah. uh, deal with that keep him away keep Mark Hughes would never sign him yeah. <laughs> that's why Mark Hughes never trains the goalkeepers he doesn't feel comfortable <laughs> that's true but Ma- Martin Yol went to put a hand to his face didn't uh-huh. he I think Martin Yol went uh, did he not say something like oh sorry about that or, shorry yeah. yeah, got you, you big prick. Schlepp a schlep for you. <laughs> Martin Yell versus Mark Hughes would be a brilliant fight. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it? yeah. Who would you fancy for it? I think I reckon Joel. He's, I, reckon he's got I, I think Hughes would have yeah. the stamina. I think Hughes would probably do him. <laughs> he'd, do, he'd do one of his legendary volleys in his face. <laughs> <laughs> that would finish it. There's too much analysis going on here <laughs> of the of stuff that isn't football. <laughs> Again, see, um, welcome to the podcast. Fulham managed to sign Mohamed Diarra as well. Oh, yeah, did, that's a great yeah. signing potentially. I mean, he's well, been out of the game for a while. Twenty-two million he went to Real for. He's thirty. I mean, left he's got Monaco. He left Monaco in the summer, I think, and he, he's been a free agent for a while. But yeah, he played. 
something like 120 odd league games for, for Real Madrid. He won two league titles. Yeah, well, well, well worth a punt. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, mm, we'll see what he can I'd love do. to see him do well because I like Diarra a lot as a player. He was a real marshal with uh, for him and Essie. Yeah, well, wasn't it? yeah, yeah. Th- that was sort of one of the best sides Leon have had. Mm. You know. Um, is, it, is it fair to say uh, Diakite let the uh, occasion get to him somewhere? God, yeah. S- uh, six fouls and two yellows <laughs> in 30 minutes sent off. Yeah. Uh, you, you, just, you can't it just a, kick people. <laughs> it was a warm day in West London. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> imagine making a night going, ah, oh God, he's near me. Yeah. He's going to do something crazy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. If that was like an under 12s like friendly game, <laughs> the ref would go over to the manager and say, look, do you want to sub him off? Yeah. Long yeah. After, I'm going to psychologically <laughs> affect him. They here. should do that. In the league, the Premier League, <laughs> shouldn't they? Just to see, because like, the managers, no, but the managers would be so stubborn. Well, it's like Scott Parker's incredible decision making. Oh yeah, we've never mentioned that. The sending off, sent off. He knows he's on a yellow. Yeah. He's nowhere yeah. near the ball. Takes a go on the halfway, and they've got Man United next game. Yeah, he was so really ap- affect he was so apologetic. It was part sorry, of it well. sorry. <laughs> going back to the sort of school kids thing, though, it would be interesting if the players' dads. Uh, we're just nah. around the touchline, yeah, 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 sort of yeah, cheering him on. That'd be yeah. good. That would be good. <laughs> uh, Neville, ne- oh no, the Neville's don't play anymore. Frank Lampard. Phil's there. Phil's oh, no, what, what am I talking about? Yeah, Gary could join him. Who's is is it? On the is it uh, Mazzinho, the father of a, one of the Barcelona? Thiago. Yeah, he used Thiago to just sit in the stands, just shaking his head. At yeah, him. if he did like too much <laughs> skill and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> He's an excellent player, though. But, um, right, we've got to talk about. Manchester United beating Norwich City 2-1 mm. Skulls and gigs I mean yeah. how <laughs> it was, uh, this is, Are we going to be saying this in five years? It's go on and on <laughs> It's a masterclass of how to turn the screw When you've got like ten minutes best to do so Man United yeah, just going right. right on the front foot Just strangling a side yeah, yeah. yeah. Brilliant yeah. To, to that yeah. end Skulls and gigs must just be getting all nostalgic Going oh this is brilliant yeah. <laughs> It's like <laughs> the mid-90s <laughs> I think Look at some like Skulls he's, t- he's had like you know A a bit of time out. He, I genuinely think he'd be up for playing in the. I, in the I'm, well, yeah, I'm I, all joking is, aside on the plane. This is supposedly his, you know, his final season in football. So why not? You know, nonsense, why? It's, it's not like it's going to affect his. Uh, they should bring career. that player cam thing they used to have on Sky Sports back. Fix it on Scott yep. and send every youth team in the country a DVD of him because he's like, his head is on a pivot. Yeah. He's looking around all the time. He knows exactly what but he's going to do before he does. But it you know, you, but you're right though because he's actually that type of player. We don't produce many of them. And I mean, who else? I mean, you know, character's a decent player, but very few players like that. So yeah, while he's still playing, get the DVDs out. Do you think that Ferguson would be have something to say about him going to the Euros? I think Ferguson I'm, would be, I'm certainly would, but you know, so no, I th- I think because Ferguson would take a bit of credit from it somehow. I think yeah, but surely he'd fancy having skulls for another year. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I'd, well, yeah, we'll I'd have him. In, I'd have him. In, I'd have him <clears throat> starting to get fit games for England. Yeah, I think starting. So. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I, th- I think. I, I think so. Alongside maybe Scott Parker. Yeah. But anyway, back to the game. Um, Norwich played well, although I think um, they will do that. I think. Yeah, they, they will. I think Ferguson was actually a bit harsh on his own team when he said yeah, he Norwich said were best, Norwich were the best side. I mean, Manchester United had a lot of chances. Yeah. Welbeck missed a few. Yeah. That's slightly concern me for England. Welbeck. I think Danny Welbeck was probably intimidated by the incredible halt. Well, let's talk about him because what a, what a goal that. <laughs> Was <laughs> big, you know, good feet for a tractor. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was a, f- a fantastic goal. It was, yeah. I mean, it's not the first time we've seen him do that sort of thing with his quick feet. Like the goal he scored against Chelsea as well, which is yeah, really, well, really smart, tidy. If you, if you look at the fact that we've only got, um, actually, a friendly, we've only got three strikers in the England squad at the moment at time of recording. Hey, hey. Well, 
if you look also Holt's got 10 goals in 15 starts in the Premier League this season mm. he scored goals against Chelsea Liverpool United and Everton the, the great thing is that this season's been brilliant hasn't it and yeah. we're now making legitimate noises for Holt to be in that England squad and it mm. wouldn't be ridiculous but he's used the only thing I mean we talked about this a while back and I said um, that uh, Danny Wildback yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, said, I said he gives away quite a lot of fouls yeah, that's, that's, fine. that's the biggest problem maybe passion mate passion yeah exactly so does Wayne need to be <laughs> yeah, that's true yeah Jesus. But he's used to pressing. They press well, not mm. he's used to pressing. You know, he's, he's used to working hard. He's big and strong. I think he's got. I think he deserves a chance. The, the other guy in, in the frame would be Danny Graham, who scored ten goals. Yeah, Danny as well. Graham yeah, for Swansea. But he's a bit more of a flat, a bit less mobile. Player, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think Holt would certainly get it over Danny Graham. I think so. Yeah. Um, and other things from that game De Gea played uh, very well and Giggs got his uh, ni- I was about to say 900th cap but 900th <laughs> yeah. appearance for Manchester United that is just caps. you wouldn't it, even it, want that many caps yeah. <laughs> that's breathtaking you'd have to have a cap it? room in your house wouldn't yeah. you like 900 no, yeah. that's loads so it works out he's, he's won a major medal every 27 games of his career <laughs> <laughs> that's insane <laughs> that's so crazy that's it? absolutely super <laughs> um, right uh, Chelsea won a game blimey um, uh, and uh, talking of records Frank Lampard became the first player to score 10 goals or more in 9 successive Premier League seasons he's mm. also got 125 league goals for Chelsea it's testament to what a just absolute solid consistent performer he is yeah. he's, he's one of the Premier League greats yeah. one of the all time greats in the Premier League there's no doubt about that that's yeah. really surprising though that he yeah. scored that many goals so frequently though. you'd expect like, a striker to hardly have that well, especially uh, with mm. some of the strikers that that team have had mm. yeah you know, well, done, I mean, well done Frank he's really really put a shift in for Chelsea for such a long time I mean yeah. it's, it's, most of those seasons he's got 20 goals isn't it yeah. and it's just there's so few players in the world that can guarantee you that it's been what do you, what do you think about how sort of Chelsea struggled against Napoli quite badly mm. Uh, and then they come against, play against Bolton I know Bolton aren't at Napoli I yeah. understand that but they brought Lampard and Essien in and they, they win easily I mean, well, the, uh, those L- two Lampard can still play every game yeah. of course and well, I don't understand VS Boas on that I like VS Boas well, Lampard's so fit it's so obvious and you know so, so his age almost becomes irrelevant you know you have to judge him on what he does on the pitch and he doesn't seem to be sort of slowing down at a rate that's so alarming you have to but, bench him all the time but I think he's, AVB was brought in on the ticket that he's got to send a message that I need to bring other players in but he's, I don't think his present is spent yet and I think that that's been badly badly misjudged really mm. I think it probably has as well it reminds me a little bit of Steve McLaren's treatment of Beckham Yes, yeah. mm. a bit premature. Mm. It's backfired somewhat. And Vs. Boas, I, I think you're right, Pete. I think he has been given a brief to sort of transitionally move the team forward. But at the same time, he's struggling for results. Yeah. I mean, that was the first mm. one in six games or something. Yeah. Well. Well, the talk today at the time recording that if Vs. Boas doesn't get past Napoli in the Champions League, he'll, he'll be out of a job. Which I don't think he will. I, I think Napoli will no, go no. through. Oh, I am so annoyed. <laughs> yeah, as my AVB. Good. Good. And it sort of wraps oh, that by up. By the way, just, we can't move on without saying that Bolton served up some turgid stuff <laughs> once again. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're they're right down there. I mean, oh, Wolves got an excellent point uh, away to Newcastle, being two goals down. Yeah. Um, and they're 16th on 22 points one ahead of QPR and Blackburn Bolton and Wigan 19th and 20th on 20 points very tight I just noticed um, today that Phil Gartside the Bolton uh, the Bolton chairman started following us on Twitter um, but I'm not going to lie Phil Bolton were terrible <laughs> they were terrible <laughs> he, he knows yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's a talk of um, uh, Lukaku going away on loan as well uh, it's a funny one with Lukaku because I thought he'd get a lot more playing time I than did. he has yeah I did but he's not yeah. but who do you fancy for relegation then Pete out of those um, teams I think QPR aren't really 
I don't want to see Bobby Zamora in the championship. I think no. that would be sad. But uh, yeah, I think I think QPR, I think Blackburn have got enough to uh, d- to rescue themselves to a certain it's extent. Bolton Wigan, isn't it? Bolton isn't Wigan. It? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think it would be Bolton Wigan and Blackburn. I think QPR will dig themselves out of it. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see, won't we? We shall, but see. Right, let's move on to the England squad uh, for the Holland match. Some of you may have watched that match by the time this comes out, but uh, it currently hasn't been played. Unfortunately, Darren Bent's pulled out with an injury, which could rule him out of the Euros, which is Gutting. a great shame, really. Mm. He might not have a Villa club to come back with, uh, come back to rather. Like fifty-four well, million. They lost fifty-four million. Speaking like, of, year, speaking of relegation, I tell you what, yeah, they've they got some games in. coming up. Yeah, they've got um, they've got the top scorers out. Ben, Ben's their best yeah, striker yeah, He's yeah. out They've got to play um, They go away to Blackburn Which is a six pointer They've got away to Chelsea in March mm. they got ho- oh, no, Sorry away to Arsenal At home to Chelsea mm. In April they're away to <coughs> Liverpool At home to Stoke And away to United Tricky. It's tough Yeah they could really get sucked into that McLeish is really not getting the best Out of that squad as well They're, they're better than that They don't need to be down in that position I was, Awful I, I, I was, I was <laughs> talking to somebody Who actually knows Knows quite a fair bit About that club but, And uh, apparently like McLeish sort of says you know, I'm not really sure why why it's going wrong, but I needed to take this job. They offered me more money than I could ever uh, handle. Well, it and was, and it's a much bigger club than my previous one. It's it, just one of those things that it I was a funny. No it was a funny appointment, and a lot of yeah. people are against it. And come the summer, I don't know if he'll, he'll still be there. But um, the, other, the other thing is, um, before we move on, is, is talking. Pete referenced they lost 54 million in 2010, 2011. Is McLean I mean, really I mean, on that much? <laughs> 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 well, it's, it cost them something like 12 million uh, for Martin O'Neill to go. Yeah, and uh, and not, that doesn't factor. in the fact that they uh, made money on uh, Young and Downing but still yeah. well I was going to say that's, why pro- that's clearly why they sold Young and Downing yeah. yeah but they can't do that every season that's the problem Martin O'Neill's got a little bit of a reputation for forcing quite high wage bills mm, down chairman's throats hasn't he well I think that's um did Brian Clough not do that a little bit at times? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. Well, it, sorry. literally every opportunity. Because Martin had. O'Neill learnt a lot from Brian Clough, yeah. as you would imagine. And Brian so Clough would sign players without telling the chairman <laughs> and say, "Can you? Yeah, you need to give him a hundred grand." <laughs> and sometimes the chairman would turn up at the ground yeah. and go, "Who's that? Oh yeah, we signed like last week." <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> My new secretary. I'll yeah. invoice you. Yeah. Um, right. So, yeah, anyway, back to the England squad. Um, Tom Cleverley's pulled out as well. I mean, it's a funny one with Tom Cleverley because. Because people are talking about, oh, I might start him for England and all. We've only seen him a few times. I mean, he's an excellent you remember young player. He had, a, he had a, you know, a season at Wigan, though. Yeah, it's, of course, yeah. But, I mean, he's an excellent young player. But, I don't know, is it a bit much, there's, maybe? There's not been a player I can think of that's been so sort of openly in the media and amongst fans missed for United despite mm. only when he got that injury I think you know he played six league games or something yeah. mm. um, but they had such a flying start yeah that's true for, for me it's, it's, I'd like to know I, don't, I haven't got enough knowledge about it to know one or the other but I'd be interested to know how many other countries have players pull out of squads so regularly because mm. we've had so many players pull out of that squad and it's to me I understand if, say Carl Walker use him as an example if he's got a knock fair enough okay mm. but him and Van der Vaart pulled out on the same day right. for the same club that who are chasing a title and I understand it on one level but Carl Walker should be chomping at the bit to go to yeah. the Euros well, also I mean it, it, this is an audition for whoever the manager turns yeah. out to be and I mean it's great for Michael Richards as well because um, yes, he's yes. got to establish himself very quickly you know he's back in that squad uh, so you know I, I presumably he will start against Holland well you, you look at um, for example um, uh, Newcastle United they've got an important uh, derby match at the weekend a mm. must win game check to your eight, he's off uh, playing for the Ivory Coast against uh, uh, Guinea uh, and, and it's just like Tiaty like, loves it though why does he, he have to, it's two weeks after the, the end yeah, yeah, yeah. of the African <laughs> Cup of Nations yeah. 
Yeah. Why? Too honest, that club. England, That's the England, trouble. England have a lot of players pull out. I don't know what it is in, in sort of compared to other nations, but it does seem an awful lot. Um, Passion, thing, especially when it gets to the end of the season. Yeah. That's what annoys me. It's always the business end of the season. It's not like you know a couple of weeks in. There's well, talk of a lot of. I think it's three friendlies a year going to be scrapped. But that's right. The the European one. clubs have agreed a deal with UEFA to cut the number of internationals from uh, on average twelve to, to nine. Although they've yet to agree this with FIFA. No. Yeah. So uh, for, for me. Uh, Talking of the England manager, as you referenced slightly then, the, if Redknapp is insistent that he won't take the England job till after the season, yeah. um, I think I read today that he's going to, if, if he's hypothetically given the job, yes. uh, I think Spurs finish their season in the middle of May, he's then going to have 10 days between the end of the season until he has to name his squad. It's well, well P- Pierce was saying that the plans are in for, for Euro 2000. Uh, I don't want Pierce to be the manager. No, no, but I think no. it basically would be Capello's plan. But who's going to do it though? Well, exactly. This is—it's all a mess. It's all a big mess, isn't it? If, 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 if they want just a big shame. If they want to give it to Redknapp. They need to approach him now. Yeah, and they need to get him in. Well, I'm sure this is happening behind closed doors. Yeah, you know? but he does have a—he has a loyalty to Tottenham, doesn't he? The position they're in, you know. But he can't keep his mouth shut, and he said they've not approached him. Well, you know, he's got to say that, hasn't he? Mm. Oh, the chairman. Deals and all that. <laughs> Deals with my phone. He's got my phone. Yeah. Anyway, let's go back to uh, the, will be the domestic <laughs> game, uh, where we uh, briefly go to the championship. But the Reading surge continues. We mm. talked about this uh, probably a month or two ago. And they're up to third with the game in hand on Southampton at the top. They're four points mm. off second. So you know, and uh, they're playing uh, Pompey at home. In the next week, and three, we'll points. three points, mate. Man. Hey, Pompey, roll over from no problem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd, I'd want I'd want Cardiff in the league. Would you? I want, I want Cardiff and Chelsea. Welsh Derby would be brilliant. You don't get to choose. It's whoever's got the most points. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Crap. <laughs> but Cardiff. There's are... no telling Keegan that. <laughs> <laughs> Cardiff are in six. Uh, league one, the Sheffield Derby. Sheffield Wednesday one, Sheffield United nil. Megson's men third, uh, two points off second place, uh, who which is currently occupied by Sheffield United. But all the teams around them have one or two games in hand. Apparently, Wednesday owner Milan Man. Anderich, we've all heard of him, has uh, reportedly been speaking to Dave Jones about the job. Third victory in 11 games, though. It's not, yeah, it's still not championship winning form. They've gone they through without a win until that game. And, yeah. the, uh, and uh, the great thing about uh, Megson, he said, well, if anything happens to me, like he's, you know, like he's Jack Bauer or something, <laughs> if anything happens to me, I'll go and hopefully get another job and make them successful as well. Ooh! Why <laughs> oh, Gary Megson played Jack Bauer? <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> okay. And I can't. Is that him talking himself up for the England job? Yeah. <laughs> he's in there. He's in the top 20 candidates. I like when managers say, like when Big Sam said that he's better suited to Real Madrid. Yes. Oh, that was cool. Come on, tongue in cheek though. Isn't it? Anyway, speaking of Ox which, tongue. let's go to La Liga. <laughs> now, last week we spoke of Levante not having won a match since early December. Well, they've won one. They've beat Espanyol two one away, and they're back into fourth position. That was our Racatino trying to beat the whole team by himself. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, ridiculous. I know he's only young, but great no, lay it off at, at one point. Christ. But that's great though, Levante. We did worry about them, yeah. didn't they? But um, they were right. wants fourth. No, no one wants it. No. <laughs> but well, Levante. Maybe they've they've woken up. Maybe they listen to the ramble. Doubtful, but who knows? Also in La Liga, um, unbelievable scenes. Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi got the winning goals for their club. Who thought it? Messi. Uh, Messi. He handled the ball, didn't he? In, he a, did. in a build up to what was a brilliant goal. It's oh, such a shame it was. But his free kick was. His free kick was reminiscent of Ronaldinho's against England. Yeah, yeah it was ludicrous. Uh, it's so perfectly placed. It's one of those ones where you look at the angles and think, why do players never do that? <laughs> yeah, and then he's actually pulled it off. That's right. Did you see, Beckham uh, did it once, twice. Did you see Sergio Ramos's elbow? Oh my yeah, god, yeah. that was an assault. Val Kilmer against um, Ravi Akano, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, uh, back Ronaldo's back heel eluded everybody. Such yeah. a soft goal. 
Like, yeah. I mean, it's great. it was a great effort from Ronaldo. The keeper just looked still. at it, the defender just looked at it and went, oh, oh, shouldn't he have turned to hit that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shouldn't one of us stop that? Probably. <laughs> it was Hollywood, wasn't it? It was yeah. from the penalty spot pretty much, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it yeah, was, yeah, yeah. yeah. That far yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. And the, the ten-point gap remains. Now, let's go to France. League uh, where uh, <laughs> Leon led his dance. <laughs> they certainly used to. Uh, Leon four, Paris Saint Germain four. Mm. A big score. Yeah, <laughs> lovely stuff. It's um, not just England where it's all everyone hates defending. It's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was it was superb. Leon were four two up um, with uh, twenty odd minutes to go, and uh, PSG pulled it back. Ninetieth minute equaliser. Michel Bastos got an absolute beauty <laughs> of the in that game. Yeah. Oh, it was just stunner. Perfect. Yeah, well, it's uh, PSG is second now, one point behind high flying Montpellier. I haven't <laughs> seen this part of the running order, but I presume you're going to do a D bet bit. Eh? <laughs> no, hold you, don't reveal what's happening. Um, uh, Montpellier boasts a certain uh, John Utaka yeah. among their ranks. I forgot about I that. I think at one point he was getting paid more than Cesc Fabregas. <laughs> yeah, Pompey. Yeah, so you're probably still paying him as well. Peter Stories on yeah. Sky Sports News the other night. Didn't ask him about that, did they? <laughs> so is that another Willie Mc- Willy Mackay? Yeah, <laughs> is that one of his boys? Pompey also wanted a player called Lasana Diabat, yes. who, um, who was released from his contract, yeah. um, but refused to go. All right, and uh, kept turning up to training, and they couldn't get him to. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> Did they keep paying him? No. Oh, all right, okay. Well, that's <laughs> fair enough then. Um, <laughs> now we. Uh, ooh, hang on. What's this? PSG. Leonardo still hasn't given up hope of signing Dbeck for go. PSG. He is. probably should. He signed another contract for the La Galaxy. <laughs> hasn't he? Well, he said. He's See it, that one off ramble drinking game fans. <laughs> 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 I'd drink if I had to listen to this shit every week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing, though. Beckham, he's not like he's 27. He's 30. Yeah, oh, well, one day. Yeah. Um, he said, David Beckham coming to Paris is something that everyone dreamt about. <laughs> I remember some of the players not really fancying that. Yeah. Um, he said, the door is still open. Even though he's never played for Paris Saint-Germain, it feels like he's already contributed something here. He hasn't. <laughs> is, is Leonardo just a character from, like, a Mills and Boone novel? Yeah. He's <clears throat> talking like he is. Is it Sven in disguise? That, yeah. Yeah. David Beckham is so good and such a big personality. He's already contributed to PSG. He's never played for yeah. Two assists. Yeah. That's how good he is. Yeah. He's even played against them. <laughs> yeah, he has, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, dear. Um, now, in league, uh, the team who are <gasps> third are Lille. Mm. Joe Cole plays for them So does Eden Hazard mm. And he's making kissy faces At the Premier League uh, However Bakary Sanya Of Arsenal Says if Hazard Went to Spurs It would be an error He said if If he goes to Spurs He will be an enemy for me <laughs> He's getting They're all enemies over there Sanya's post-match interview Had a backpack on Yeah he looked like he A little did. boy didn't he He looked yeah. like a little schoolboy. I think we all like To see that kind of thing Now let's Bakary Sanya Let's go to Serie A Let's I've got a little story to tell go I was on. there Milan Juventus won all. I was bloody there. And uh, magnificent scenes. The San. Listen, right, I've heard people go, ah, it's all right, stay there. It is bloody excellent. And you've been to the Maracanã, Marcus? I have indeed. I've, I've been to the cottage, I've been to the Camp Nou. So, how does the Giuseppe Miazza rate? It's up there. It, well, I think it's the fourth biggest stadium in Europe. Yeah. So, the lady yeah, on, the, on the stadium tour was telling me. Yeah. Uh, behind Wembley, the Camp Nou, and uh, the Bernabeu. Yeah. But honestly, the atmosphere, the ultras um, behind the goal uh, for Milan. With the, some of the noisiest fans, they were brilliant, absolutely superb. A couple of flares in there, mm. yeah. but uh, so how does that actually affect the game? Is there a lot of smoke from that? Nah, a little bit, not too much. They were quite tame on it, I think. Yeah, um, but it's, it's, it's odd at uh, the Giuseppe Miazza Stadium, <clears throat> or, or it's actually called the Giuseppe Miazza in San Siro Stadium now. I think <laughs> to keep everybody happy, yeah. <laughs> um, because behind one goal in the blue seats. 
are where the Milan ultras go for mm. their home games, and then the other end in the green seats behind the goal, you've got the, where the Inter fans sit. Mm. The both down both uh, both sides is they're actually neutral ends, right? Which seems crazy, really. Doesn't yeah. It? <laughs> But um, because where we were sat, um, I went with uh, a friend of the Ramble, Lawrence McKenna, and uh, we were in the sort of the neutral bit, and there was a, quite a lot of Juventus fans there. But it was like the lot of uh, passionate Italian men, like nearly a in lot tears. Of gesticulation. Oh, everything! It was perfect. But everyone's getting accidentally knocked in the eye. And it stuff. was yeah. I, t- I tell you what, right? At one point, when I mean, d- did you see the game when Montari scored? Yeah, yeah. He, like that was down the other end. And, like everyone was celebrating. It was almost a goal, and it yeah. was like what? And then when the play died down. Every man in the stadium and all women, there's a lot of women go to football as well, turned round <laughs> and just started flash. arguing with each other. It was brilliant. <laughs> it was absolutely stunning. And um, and what's great? Well, it was not great, but what was funny as well is uh, there's a little gap between the the, the, the front row of the stadium and, and, and like a little walkway you can go out and, and give it plenty to the manager or the referee and I think the main difference between their supporters and ours is, is how they look more because were like, pelters? Well, like, no, the, some of them were like properly and because, to me it was quite funny because in England if you saw that it would probably be like a beer bellied skinhead yeah. and it would look quite aggressive but when it's mm. a guy who looks as though he could have his own chat show it's quite <laughs> yeah. funny <you> know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh it was brilliant um, but um, uh, yeah Milan they, um, uh, Noscherino scored a deflective yeah. effort that game, mm. that game that had contained goal wrongly disallowed as well. Well, yeah, you've, you've, yeah, offside. But I mean, offside doesn't. But that yeah, the linesman. Well, if you look at where he was placed, <laughs> it should have gone two 0 Buffon made a brilliant save. Oh, he did that. make a great save. But yeah. Nosserio did a thing that um, one of my favourite things in football, which is uh, scoring a deflected goal, oh, and really giving yeah, it some. Yeah. He really <laughs> was. He really was indeed. Um, it's great to see Robinho. Yeah, proper skills than that. Yeah. yeah, but they they did lack a little bit of a, a cutting edge up front. Um, did big man's out Milan? Why? That's because Ibra- they were Ibra- Ibrahimovic list. So I didn't. I didn't get to see him on the pitch. Eh? Yeah. Let me tell you a story, ladies and gentlemen. Another one. Oh, if I may, <laughs> make it quick. Friday night, I found myself in the Armani Club. It was Fashion Week. All right. <laughs> Let me. I'm fashionable. I'm attractive. <laughs> I'm weak. And uh, I'm we're, we're, in, we're in. We're in the club. We're in the club. And um, apparently, we were stood next to what turned out to be the VIP door. Suddenly this big guy walks past me. Some guy's gone, Zlatan! Six feet in front of me. There he was. Yeah. What happened? He touched me. Not there. He, like... You touched him there. <laughs> the people in the club finally managed to visualise what it would be like to have a Zlatan Paul Pesci Salido partner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not being funny. Zlatan was stood six feet in front of me in this club. It was a moment. Well, what did you do? Absolutely monumental. I, I just sort of stared, tongue out. Going, that's brilliant. He is huge. Didn't the, the girl way. you were with go and talk to him? She did. Well, she was like, she went up to him and she was like, "Oh, Zlatan, Zlatan, we're, you know, we're big fans of yours." And he was like, he was like looking over the crowd. He's about six foot five, and he just sort of went, "Yeah, yeah, whatever." That's <laughs> 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 no, it. He is the guy. He's exactly oh, what he is. You wouldn't want him to be any other way. Absolutely superb. But yeah, apparently he he, he kind of t- touched me on the shoulder and moved me out of the way. And I, I'd, ha- I'd had a pain in my leg for all week. And as soon as that happened, I swear it disappeared. <laughs> Where's my? So he roundhouse you in the face. <laughs> so yeah, things like that. Sorry. Hey, oh, absolutely superb. Took the roundhouses. Philip Mexes banned for three matches after video replay showed he punched Marco Borriello <laughs> off the ball. Yeah, Marco Borriello is a handsome man. Isn't he it? is. Yeah. There were some lovely subplots going on, Pirlo and Borriello. And uh, not sure either, It's a bit of a I mean I read an interesting thing about how Milan and Juventus's relations used to be very cordial. Well, they did, mm. yeah. And um Abbiati famously went there alone when they got 
had a bit of a goalkeeper crisis but no on really bad terms there was a bit of a dust up after the game and everything there was it? yeah there was a lot of drama um, there was a sending off of course towards the end um, Van Bommel was having to be held away Van Bommel was on the receiving end of a dirty one he was yeah <laughs> it was just a novelty for him maybe that'll change him I said that's what it's like how <laughs> <Yeah>. hurtful <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but uh, it's definitely two points dropped for Milan that one mm. obviously both still uh, top of the league Inter uh, Messed it up again, didn't they? They did. They lost 1 0 to Napoli. Uh, Lavezzi scored. Napoli, yeah. fifth. Fifth, but, yeah, fifth, but uh, five points behind fourth spot. Napoli. Lavezzi's uh, finish was absolutely wonderful. Yeah. Right in the bottom corner. Inter have lost four in a row now. Mm. I think they've won in about six or seven games. They're an absolute stinker. You think Ranieri's job's under threat? I mean, it's all over the shop. He's a quick fix, man, isn't he? He'll be off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's, talking of that, sort of, you know, so Milan dropped two points there. Yeah. I mean, that decision, that sort of poor decision. In terms of that goal, that could that could cost them the title. Mm. Oh, it could do, yeah. It's, it's, and, that, and that would have made it two 0 and, and Milan yeah. were very very dominant at the time. It was only in the last sort of twenty that Juve really came into it and started putting a lot of pressure on. Mm. Um, uh, elsewhere in uh, Serie A, Lazio and Juventus both won and are six points behind the leaders. Closer with the winner for Lazio and uh, Di Natale amongst the goals for Udinese. Classic strikers, yeah. the pair of them. I thought it was quite funny as well. Uh, Atalanta four, Roma one. They've got a, a striker, Argentinian striker called Herman Denis uh, up front for Atalanta, but his 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 name is spelt German Dennis, <laughs> and, uh, as opposed to Stefan Dennis. Yeah. <laughs> I think his nickname's German Dennis. I thought there was like a nickname because the Italians would pronounce that. German, German as well. Yeah. So yeah, German Dennis. <laughs> yeah, he loves a war. <laughs> With a hat trick, acting like a German. Yeah. Right. Uh, before we go to going for gold, we've got to go to Brazil, where Romario has said that he will try to persuade Barcelona to sign his son Romarinho. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that your son is called Little, Little Romario. Yeah. Um, he currently plays for Vasco da Gama's youth team. Um, Romario said, "I will take my son there." Then I will speak with the president and Pep Guardiola. Uh, he went on to say, I am thankful to Barcelona. They opened the door for me to become the world's best player and the best player in Europe. Yeah, I'm almost certain there's no <laughs> sort of like, this isn't a prior, like prearranged meeting. No. He's just going to rock up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just he's going to walk up to the door of the office holding his son's hand. The door's not open. He's going to probably nod, bang on it. He's just going to nod to him and go, Right. <laughs> in a basket, like in a, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, Moses yeah. in a basket. In, in a little, <laughs> in a little <laughs> Barcelona kit. Yeah. Really. I'll pick you up in a few seasons when they've had enough of you. Yeah. <laughs> and they definitely will if you like me. <laughs> to be fair to Romario, though, he was really good, Romario. Oh, yeah, yeah, he brilliant. was the best player in the world. Yeah. Yeah. So Barca gave him the opportunity to play against Steve Bruce in the Champions League. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a treat. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's time for going for gold. <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. That is not the theme tune and you know it. It's this. Going for, going for gold. Gold. Going for gold, ladies and gentlemen. Just gentlemen in the room, but... I'm listening. Oh, That's my water. You dropped a bottle. Your water. I've literally dropped a bottle. Shall I get started? Yes. Yeah. Come I'm on. Can I have a few clues? I'm on a brace. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You denied my hat trick. Ooh. Clue number one. Stop. Warren Barton. <laughs> Not Warren Barton. <laughs> I was the son of a long distance lorry driver. <laughs> stop. Don't say it. Alright. That's it. Yeah, why, why, why would you stop at that? Jose Dominguez. <laughs> Jose right. Dominguez, no. My first club was West Bromwich Albion. I owned a stake in a greetings card company. <laughs> <laughs> Can we have a football clue? Yeah. Well, I was born in Chesterley Street. 
Chester, Chester Le Street, not Chesterly Street. Chesterly Street. It's up in Durham, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I know it. How do you know that? What's that got to do with anything? That's oh, why you said it. When we... Who's got more right to say that word than me? Fine. In uh, this I'm room. none the wiser who it is, and that won't help me. <clears throat> <Yeah. laughs> All right. The Daily Telegraph published an article claiming that me and Steve McMahon used our celebrity status to encourage investors to buy Greenbelt land plots in Hounslow with a very limited chance of return. <laughs> Stop. Ken Moncow. Not Ken Moncow, Stop. no. I know he's Dutch. Was it Steve McManaman, did you say that? Steve McMahon. Oh, Steve yeah. McMahon. <laughs> that changes Al everything. Al would never yeah, do that. He was a spice boy. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Stop. Is it Brian Robson? It's Brian Robson. Yeah! <laughs> oh, Damn one. it. Good one. Your remaining clues, gentlemen. Uh, I was bought for a record transfer fee. Uh, my assistant in my first managerial role was Viv Anderson. I did a sex on, around, and in Sky Sports as Claire Tomlinson. And I have two Premier League medals and an OBE. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Good lad, Brian. Robbo. Good I got that because I knew he started at West Brom and I knew he's from the North East. That's how I got that. There we go. Well done. Good knowledge. Shall we have an email? Mm. Thank you for uh, for your email, lady. It's deemed gents. The entry of Sol Campbell into the Dean Windass Hall of Fame last week took me back uh, to my best football story, which I tell from time to time. As a 17-year-old, I had trials with Tottenham Hotspur's youth team, but I won't bleat on as everyone knows a ball who could have, would have, should have played pro. Needless to say, I didn't make the grade. We laid the kit out for the professionals once as one of our duties, and I saw Big Soul shorts, a whopping 40 inches, <laughs> which amazed all of us. At the end of training one day, we were walking back to the changing rooms, and a couple of us were invited to join a five-a-side team with some of the pros. I had Darren Kasky on my team and thought I'd made the big time. He was then so and there. rated Kasky at one point. He was, wasn't he? Ridiculously fast-paced as the game was I picked up the ball and was suddenly faced with Big Soul racing over to me in what I can only describe as the best thing I've ever done as he angled himself side on I managed to nutmeg him and went past him slotted in the bottom corner cue laughter one of the lads on my side said you will regret that (laughs) (laughs) and the very next time I went to receive the ball I was on the end of what is generally known as a reducer (laughs) end of his career all I saw was clear blue skies a very angry Soul Campbell annihilated me in a tackle (laughs) cue pain he did help me out with his big grin on his face though still I thought it was a bad man for Megan him but the very next day Stephen Clements nutmegged me 12 times in a minute when I was the pig in the middle during a training session <laughs> from Steve Thompson thank you very much I, Steve. I, I, I generally Steve. thought that that email was going to him going uh, you're going to regret that and the next day I picked up Saul Campbell's massive shorts and it was full of shit <laughs> <laughs> Saul Campbell had shit himself Saul soiled Campbell hey. and the next day my kneecaps were taken out with a shotgun <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Are we ready for a profile? Oh, how are we ever? Let's have a profile then. Hello, I'm Dean Windass and this is my Hall of Fame. Today we have a match coming into the Dean Windass Hall of Fame, boys and girls. Uh, it's the game that many consider to be the best in the history of the Premier League and it is a true classic. Pompey mm. 7, Reading 4. <laughs> Ooh. We've changed the profile. <laughs> it's um, yeah, a true classic of the modern era. It's Liverpool for Newcastle United 3 from the 1995-96 Premiership season. I would love it if you would fuck off, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, the game was played on the 3rd of April 1996. Oh, 29 years after the summer of love. Damn right it was, big guy. The business end of the season. Mm, it was, business yeah. Business end. Uh, now this was... Um, a, a, a magnificent game really wasn't it I mean before the match Liverpool were lying in third five points behind Newcastle just to set the scene uh, they had played one game more Newcastle were second three points behind Manchester United but had two games in hand this was one of them 
They'd already, already relinquished a big lead as well. Yeah. Well, they had. I mean, of course, Newcastle were famously 12 points uh, clear at the top of the table at the end of January, I think. We knew it was going to be a big night when we saw Kevin Keegan emerge onto the bench <laughs> in a lovely red blazer. A disgusting maroon mm. He looked like a Butlin's, blazer, wasn't he? <laughs> Butlin's red coat. What <laughs> was he doing? But then he changed later, do you remember? He, later, put, the he, coat put, he yeah. put the coat on. Yeah, yeah. But it was he got colder. Big Adidas coats. Yeah. Yeah. Thought, if I'm going to have a nervous breakdown here, I'm going to at least be warm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Um, Newcastle went into the game having lost three of their previous five matches. Um, and a, it's interesting. A preview of the match in uh, the Independence said the heart has gone out to Newcastle United for most of the season. So vibrant and uh, vivacious has their football been, but now you wonder if the heart has gone out of them. Yeah. With David Batty and uh, you know Rob, Rob Lee, Lee in the, in the middle. Come on, okay. so, some, how can it? Some players featuring in that game. Oh God! Well, let's get to the lineups then. The Liverpool managed by Roy Evans, of course. Mm. Uh, they were at home. They lined up with the I suppose it was a three-five-two formation. David James in goal. Back three of Scales, Mark Wright, and Neil Ruddock. Ruddock. A very British back line, <laughs> yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. That's um, why I can see a three goals. Wing backs, McAteer and, and, and Rob Jones. Mm. A bit more culture. trigger on the, as a wing back. That is McAteer. I tell you, you'll come on to the minute. McAteer yeah. played some lovely passes. He did. He did. Um, Jamie Redknapp. Jamie Redknapp literally played in that game. Yeah, yeah. he did. Um, John Barnes uh, in the centre. Um, John Barnes. Yeah. McManaman. So you have got um, Redknapp, Barnes, and uh, McManaman in the centre. Rush was on the bench, wasn't he? Because he came on really. Yeah. Yeah. And he was involved the in the Collymore. Collymore and Fowler up front. Yeah. Colin, you forget how good a player Colin Moore, Colin Moore was. Yeah. Class. He blotted his copybook hitting women and uh, doing bad things on the telly, but you know, and, he, and dogging. Strong, and dogging. <laughs> yeah. That's, there's nothing wrong with dogging. Come yeah. on. Um, that doesn't take his copybook for me, dogging. <laughs> no, but he, he was a quality player. Absolutely. Oh, he's absolutely he class. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, Newcastle, with Keegan at the helm, donning his fancy blazer, went for a 4 4 2 Cerner checking goal. Back four, uh, across the back four, Watson, Howie, Albert, and Beresford. And then in the midfield, Beardsley, Batty, Lee, and Janola. Or Ginola, uh, should I say? And then up front, Aspria and Les Ferdinand. Oh, <laughs> Pete Peacock, Gillespie on the bench. Let's not forget yeah. those two beauties as well. <laughs> Is that a tear in your eye? Was Barton involved? Uh, no, I think. T- no, no, no. No, he was involved. I think he scored in the one. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll after, talk about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you look at those lineups of those players, you just you look back and think you wonder why there was yeah. goals it's in it. <laughs> you just think back to Cool Britannia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ridic- ridiculously yeah. attacking lineups. Um, yeah. There uh, and, and not many good defenders amongst them. You've picked Albert in defence, and he's not even really a defender, is he? <laughs> he was yeah. one of those guys you'd have on fantasy football yeah. because he's the goal-scoring defender. Yes. Yeah. Uh, now let's get on to the match where Liverpool got things underway. Collymore crossed it, Fowler headed it one nil after the first couple of minutes. I really, think it was. really, really strong work from Collymore on the left as well. Just yeah, just yeah. Sort of comes in. Indeed, but we were only eight minutes later. That's a brilliant ball in Fowler. Yeah. Sort of downhead. Yeah, yeah. The classic strikers header. Uh, only eight minutes later, nice little run from Espria, prompting. Andy Gray to say what skill from the Colombian (laughs) unless Ferdinand had equalised it it was right at David James he let it through his hands David James had a poor game he did actually that was when he used to really flap at stuff as well back in the day Um, pre-haircuts pre-hair and then four minutes later Ferdinand put Ginola uh, through who ran from the halfway line outpacing everyone around him the whole story for that game was outside of the um, right foot passes and a goal from Esprit that's right but but Ferdinand's pass for that to to hit Ginola through Oh man! But Janola had smoked. so much to. Yeah, Janola <laughs> yeah. had, had so much to do as well. Yeah. 
um, outpaced everybody and then finished well. It wouldn't then be until the 55th minute that another goal went in. Before that, so it's one two at half time. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, um, the, the goals were really nicely spread out as well. They were one of those matches <laughs> where pre- you didn't have to wait long for something to happen. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Rob Lee missed a good chance to make it three one, and it's those kind of moments when you watch it back to think, mm. imagine if he'd have done that. Oh, could it have been oh so different? <laughs> Jamie nearly scored a belter as well. If I remember yeah, rightly. ah, we literally not. But Liverpool's equaliser to make it 2-2 was El Maka who just bamboozled Jinky. Albert and um, just all, all, Beresford step-overs all, all over yeah, all knees yeah. and limbs and curly yeah. hair it's confusing <laughs> a whirlwind of weird and uh, Fowler um, smashed it low into the into the corner of the net celebrated by diving into the net and sort of hitting yeah, the ball yeah. he sort of couldn't it was that, that was on where he scored and he couldn't kind of get his footing yeah, he's gone. Oh, I can't stand up. Can't yeah. right, and I'm off. <laughs> yeah, that's like it. a Hot Wheels car. Um, and, but well, straight after um, Fowler scored, Rob Lee put a spear through with a brilliant outside of the mm. right foot, sort of curled yeah. it round David Jones. Mm. David Jones was inexplicably out of his area. Well, yeah, he made a spree his mind up, and a spree yeah, just went. Yeah, I'm sure he's got a similar goal like that in, in the Champions League, possibly against Barca. But I think they were all headers and penalties. But I'm confused. But when he mm. scored that goal to make it three two to Newcastle, yeah. two three. David James had come so far out of his area yeah. that when Aspria shot, he couldn't save it because yeah. he, he couldn't use his hands. Yeah. Like, it was a, it's it's a, a ridiculous with his head. It was a ridiculous decision. Strange decision making. You forget like, that James was like that a bit because obviously in the latter years he was actually pretty yeah. good. It took him such a long time to cut that sort of stuff out. Yeah. yeah, I think he got to about thirty-five and thought, "Come yeah. on, I'm old enough now." I and and Aspria deceptively fast as well because his legs yeah. are yeah. completely bow-legged and weird, and you, yeah. you know he's all about the step-overs and stuff. But he could proper yeah. when he opened them. Rubber bands. <laughs> Eleven minutes later, enter Stan Collymore. Um, McAteer, he put a great ball in from out wide, absolutely superb, which eluded everyone apart from Collymore at the back post and equalised for Liverpool again. So it uh, was three all, mm. and it remained three all until stoppage time. They brought now, Peacock on. Yeah, for that <laughs> exactly. They brought, it up. they brought Rush on. Well, Liverpool are out yeah. wide. Yeah, Liverpool have brought Rush on, but, and Newcastle brought Peacock on to shore it up. Yeah. You know, yeah. mm. um, because I think the, I think Beardsley was playing on the right wing, which I never really liked him there. To yeah, be he was always better through the middle. So well, I think Gillespie right. had come on from from uh, before then. That's well. classic sort of British manager though. You get a player <laughs> like Beardsley well, out wide. We don't like, want like him. Call out wide. Yeah, we don't <laughs> want yeah. him getting involved too much. You know, <laughs> running the game and that. Then Liverpool in the injury time, they came forward with Barnes, and he played about eighteen. One twos with Ian Rush. They played so many one twos that they bumped into each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but they managed to work the ball into the penalty area, Newcastle penalty area. Well, it's a great bit of vision from Barnes. He sort of put it out wide. Well, actually, he probably should have played in McManaman or Rush mm. should have because he was out that wide and he could have played him in. But as you say, they kind of bumped into each other, and then uh, then Barnes, of course, um, found Collymore out on the left. Q Martin entirely yelling Collymore comes again yeah. <laughs> the worst thing about that goal was that he wasn't in frame on the television yeah. and yeah. He just it's like in a horror movie when the actress is at the bathroom mirror and she pushes it close and the man's behind him mm. oh shit it's just like yeah, that it was yeah. a bit. oh god what is he doing so there and yeah. so unmarked yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> where's the right when, back when the ball actually went in like Darren Pico just started jumping up and down doing like, a, like an impromptu hacker like it's yeah, gonna reverse yeah, yeah. time Keegan was like Beresford <laughs> <laughs> no, no Keegan was he just deflated oh, yeah. it's like he popped well, but that- it's nice you don't see that anyway because occasionally when, you so, when something like that happens you see like the manager going mental or whatever yeah. and then you just see like some rangy winger in the back just sort of chewing some chewing gum looking a yeah, bit bemused yeah. but everybody yeah, yeah. from Keegan to Fazakli to bloody um, yeah. McDermott everyone was just deflated you're right Keegan disappeared inside that big <laughs> you just <laughs> saw his little grey bouffant above the advertising board <laughs> yeah well, why were they sat behind an advertising board as well that's something that looks really strange about <laughs> it 
the nineties. So it ended up four uh, three. It was ended up four three. Collymore, as you say, rushed in to the left side of the box and, and just drove it home with hardly <laughs> any time remaining. And yeah, I, it, it, I think it was the result where people thought. Actually, I think Man United have got this now yeah. for, um, for the title. I mean, it was an incredible game. There were seven result swings during the game. Yeah. You know, seven goals. I mean, you can't ask for any more. Mm. Only two bookings in the match: Beardsley um, and Batty. Uh, <laughs> Batty was always going to get one. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah that's yeah, just yeah, customary, isn't it? Um, and booked after the game. I'm sure I missed something. <laughs> I, I haven't got yet. Yeah, can I have a yellow, please? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It was one of the first games, to my knowledge, that became a DVD, and then people actually bought it. You mm. know? Um, and uh, there was a, there's a review on, on Amazon which I think sums it up well. It says, "If you are a true blue of Premiership, I think you must not forget this game, even if you are not Liverpool or Newcastle fans. Totally score seven goal and can't you, uh, can't let your heart calm down until the end of the game. Premiership supporter must keep this DVD in home." Is this, <laughs> <laughs> is this your personal review? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but it yeah. certainly sums it up for me. Um, <laughs> Keegan and Newcastle, of course, finish runners up to Manchester United. Liverpool but remain the reason third. that's important is because in the 96 season yeah. um, there was only one team going to the Champions League so Newcastle yeah. came second yeah. and mm. therefore went to the UEFA Cup I think McManaman got 25 assists that season or something ridiculous McManaman was a great player yeah yeah, like, really, really, to, really undervalued to, in terms of his contribution. He went to Spain for granted. You know, I know, but still, was, like you know, he was man of the match in a Champions League final. You know, yeah. a brilliant player. Yeah. Um, I, I think of all those who started that match, only David James and well, <coughs> Robbie Fowler are still playing. Although <laughs> Fowler yeah. might not be at a proper level, but um, uh, I mean, sensationally as well. If, if, if we fast forward it a year, the following season when Newcastle went to Anfield, uh, there was the same scoreline appeared again, <laughs> which was ridiculous because the whole. The whole match was, of course, build around. Oh, I remember the four three, mm. and it bloody happened again. Although very different, though. Liverpool were three 0 up at half time. Uh, Fowler, Berger, and McManaman, and then Newcastle staged a comeback in the last twenty minutes, three all, and, and Fowler headed the winner four mm. three again. But Keegan may not have won the league, but he did receive a fax from the then FIFA general secretary, Sepp Blatter, praising him for his positive attitude he brought to the game of football. Thank you for your game, Keegan. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your buffon. Is that maybe why Keegan decided? You know, he, had to, he just had. To to quit <laughs> yeah maybe I'm a monster I'm one of the bad guys <laughs> created a monster <laughs> what have I done I've gotten a man city uh, the final words belong to the former Liverpool manager Roy Evans who said to be fair it was kamikaze defending managers would be dead within six months if every game was like that <laughs> this season <laughs> yeah it is in comes Liverpool 4 Newcastle 3 from 1996 <laughs> a very long title for me <laughs> <laughs> to be typed out onto the internet. Now then, that's the end of the show, people. If you'd like to get in touch with us, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com and the website thefootballramble.com is where James or Jim is going to be yes uh, I live there now uh, this week on the website alongside me there is uh, Kieran Pender taking us through the fascinatingly weird situation uh, with Gold Coast United in Australia they've got like a they had a 17 year old debut as captain and the fallout from it has just been just just crazy get over there and have a look and uh, Sasa Ibruj uh, lifts the lid on the chaos involving uh, sort of sorry enveloping the Croatian league and there's all the usual bells and whistles like the all of fame there's pick live there's the shop there's the forum just do it yeah, do it for crying out get loud. over there Pete what you got for us um, if you email the show next week the email that gets read out I have registered uh, twitter.com forward slash cup winners cup so we're going to have a, a ceremony where we hand over a twitter account uh, for the cup winners cup so you it's like treat it with, with respect though yeah. exactly yeah. Well, we, we, we might have you vetted 
<laughs> so uh, I had a bored afternoon and figured out that uh, yeah, at Cup Winners Cup is not being taken, but it has now. So Damn yours. If you are going to take responsibility for Twitter.com forward slash Cup Winners Cup, you've got to at least change the egg profile picture yeah. and maybe tweet a Cup Winners Cup fact every week or something. Yeah, yeah. We'll, okay. we'll give you some promo on it. You get some followers. Keep the dream alive. Damn right. <laughs> right now. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye, Jim. Goodbye, Pete. Up yours. And goodbye, Luke. Go fuck yourself. And it's goodbye from me. See you next time, Bertrands. Held back in by Drury. On by Whitbread. This is Holt. Can he say it? He can! What a goal! Grant Holt with the equaliser! Pete. Apparently fisted Norman Lamont. <laughs> <laughs>The fisting bit is fine. The Bring in Julian Clitz. I agree. <laughs> I agree. The fisting Absolutely bit is fine, agree. but you're... The third worst thing about my job is spending so much time with Richard Keyes. I will tell you what the fuck is the... Um, fella. I'm not the fucking guy who's come out to fix your fridge. I said fella. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like being called fella. I just discovered that I don't like being called it. <laughs> Let's all call him fella for banter. <laughs> Let's have banter. Banter. A word commonly used by people like me. Like doing stupid things to talk about with your friends. And that's what we did. We filmed a load of shit. And the only reason we filmed it was for the banter. Oh, fuck. I can't believe you've done this. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.